welcome to another episode of Southern Podcast or Southern Onion Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Erin with the good hair. Oh, yes, you do have better hair. <laughs> oh, I will I will agree I, to that. My my hair is curly and, and in the south and the humidity, so it's it's straightening irons. That's what helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's For the real. straightening iron. And lots of product. Lots of product straightening iron, yeah. I guess if yep. I tried it would do better. I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. Mm, it keeps me young. Freckle, freckles right. and freckles and ponytails will keep you young. There's pro tip. There's thanks for coming to my TED talk. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. Hope everybody has had a great week. Of course, we're just finishing. If you celebrate the Easter weekend, so hope you got to celebrate that. If that's what you follow, I, you know, we like everybody. So, um, so Aaron, what did you do fun this week? Well, I can officially say I'm vaccined. Yay. <laughs> I've been vaccined. <laughs> I got my second COVID shot on Tuesday. So wow. I'm, I'm official now. So I'm really mm-hmm. happy with that. And Good. I was lucky because the national guard ended up doing mine. So Ooh. I had a really good time, so <laughs> a little bit of eye candy there. When yeah, mm-hmm. so that was nice. So, and then of course, the, it's actually beautiful today. So, awesome. I've been sitting outside and getting ready for Easter, just enjoying mm-hmm. the weather and getting ready for Easter time. So, there you go, love it. Yes, yep. So, what have you yeah. been into? Well, I uh, just had got back from having lunch with a friend and had a good time, and we got to sit outside in the sun, which was beautiful and nice. and it, it, slowly getting back to a bit of normalcy of, you know, 2019, if you will, and yeah. went to Target. Um, wasn't in there that long, Lord, there were a lot of people in there. So uh, I was like, okay, I, I was out in public. I'm back. I'm going back to home now, <laughs> being away yeah. from people. So, but it was good. My back's finally better from, you know, the kitty litter incident. And oh, yes. you can listen to our last episode to find out what happened there if you haven't already. So yeah. So we are officially older than the last recording of our episode. So yeah. thanks to everybody for the birthday wishes and good thoughts. We really appreciate it. Yes. So hope everybody's had a great weekend and looking forward to another great week because this is this life is awesome. Let's let's embrace it. So uh, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at Southern Onion Podcast. If you have a question, a comment, an idea for a show that you want us to do, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at southernonion, the number two, at gmail.com. And that is the business side of things done. So now let's start peeling back the layers of this topic that Aaron wanted to talk about. I'm blaming you, Aaron. So you're taking lead. I know. Miss Casey Anthony. Oh, oh my God! Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She would have been an inferno if that was <laughs> if your pants really did catch on fire. Yeah. Lord, but I will tell. I will give this woman credit. She commits. Dude, totally. Totally. She commits to her lies. I mean, she never broke character. I don't know. No, she really didn't. I mean, I think she's one of these people where it's like, okay, eventually it will just magically be true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? It's like, how long will I, until I can get them to just believe it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you yeah. ignore that collections call enough, they will stop yeah. calling. They'll be like, ah, sure. never mind. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I watched this. I watched the documentary on Discovery. It was on the ID channel, and then they just put it on Discovery. Mm-hmm. And it's called the uh, Casey Anthony American Murder Mystery. And like I said, I'd never heard a lot about this case. Mm-hmm. It was mind-blowing. I told you. I told you it would be. I remember I was hooked Monday through Friday, Nancy Grace, headline news, Mm -hmm. watching from 8 to 10. And and anybody else that followed it, you're shaking your head yes right now because it was, you know, it was so intriguing and unbelievable and I'm still confused. So even, even Hollywood couldn't make this up. No, I think that's why Hollywood I hadn't mean, touched yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so many twists and turns in this case, and it, it just is. It was angering. It was frustrating. Mm-hmm. It was shocking. It it was everything. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, because even Hollywood did Eileen Wernos, you know, and then yeah. you've got Jody Arias, who finally told the truth and, and mm-hmm. all her, you know, fibs here and there. But Casey right. Anthony, mm-mm, nope. she's committing. I'm she's committing, you. even because this was yeah. all started in 2008. So yeah. we're we're 13 years removed, almost in July. 13 mm-hmm. years removed, and she, yeah. she still, <laughs> I don't know, nothing. We uh-huh. haven't heard anything from her. No, so. she she dipped. <laughs> yeah. So this documentary starts out that her her mom. I want to kind of introduce the players. Her mm-hmm. mom, Cindy. Her mm-hmm. name is Cindy is a nurse yes and her dad george worked like in the police department right yes or had some affiliation with the police department didn't really say specifically what it was and then you have casey who's their daughter Mm -hmm. and then there's kaylee who's their two-year-old granddaughter yes so it starts out cindy is making a 911 call to police Mm -hmm. and she's wanting to have casey arrested for auto theft because yep. I guess she borrowed her mother and dad's car and didn't bring it back. And mm-hmm. they're like, we want her arrested. Right. Exactly. And we've got a clip of that 911 call um, that I found from CNN. So you want to go ahead? We can go ahead and play that. Sure. Because there's a lot lot to take in with it. So, okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, again, this is CNN.com. And it's titled here, the 911 call in the Casey Anthony case. Here we go. July 15th, 2008, Cindy Anthony made her first of three calls to 911. I have a 22-year-old person that has um, grand theft sitting in my auto with me. Is this a relative? Yes. Okay, is this your son? Daughter. Earlier that day, Cindy and her husband, George Anthony, learned that the car they allowed their daughter, Casey, to drive had been sitting at an impound lot for weeks. And Casey hadn't returned home with her daughter, Kaylee, in over a month. They get the car and they see Kaylee's car seat in it and some other things are like, what's going on? And the car also smelled. I want to bring her in. Turns out the real reason Cindy wanted her daughter brought into police was far worse than a stolen car. There's something wrong. I found my daughter's car today and it smells like there's been a dead body in a damn car. Yeah, I know. So the police come. Mm-hmm. 
And now we know that not only is the car missing, mm-hmm. but so is their two-year-old granddaughter, Kaylee, and she's been missing for 30 days. Yes. So, <laughs> so I have a few questions. <laughs> so, yeah. how do you not realize, because, again... Casey Anthony lives with her parents. It's not like Cindy and George loaned her a car and Casey lived across town. So they would have no way to know, hey, where's the car? Right? right. So they live so she lives at home with her parents. So they don't realize the car's missing for three weeks and then they don't realize, hey, we haven't seen our grandkid in thirty one days or thirty right. days. Thirty days, yeah. I mean, how do you miss all of this? That was my first question. I was like, is nobody right. paying attention to anybody living in this house? Right. I th- I think from what I understand was that, okay, Casey allegedly had a job at Universal Studios. <laughs> and she would take Kaylee to Zanny the Nanny. Zanny the Nanny. I'm just going mm-hmm. to stick with Zanny the Nanny because I'm just like, that just works <laughs> yeah. for me. So she would drop the daughter off at the nanny's and then she would go on to work. So I think mom and dad were just like busy in and out, not really paying attention to, you know, but like you said, would you not be like, "Mm, it's been a couple weeks since I've seen my granddaughter, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the weekend. Why aren't you out playing with your granddaughter? Right. Exactly. And here's a background, a real quick background is Casey had found out she was pregnant with Kaylee when she was 19. Mm-hmm. We do, we never know who the father is. The dad is not in the picture. At all, or even name, you're right. Right, and the mother was like, hey, that's wonderful that you're pregnant. We're here to support you. You can live with us. We'll help you take care of her. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to put that in there real quick. I mean, the family, the grandma and grandpa love this child. Yes, definitely. Very much so. So when the police come over... And they find out, you know, Kaylee's missing. Where is she? Casey tells this story mm-hmm. that she claims that she left her with ba- the babysitter, Zanny the nanny, and the babysitter refuses to give her back. Mm-hmm. Right. And she okay. says on a transcript of, the, of that 911 call that Zanny had been her daughter's nanny for a year and a half or two years. So. Correct. To me, this is not the way she's presenting it. The way Casey's presenting it is that this is somebody that's been involved in Kaylee's life for a long time. I mean, if the kid is two or three Mm -hmm. and you've had this nanny a year and a half, two years. So if I don't, I would think if I didn't see my grandchild that Mm -hmm. I would call the nanny that's been around for a year and a half or two years and be like, hey, I want to take Kaylee out for ice cream or I'm going to take, I want to bring her back home and she's going to spend the night with us or whatever, but they right. don't. It's so well, weird. And Cindy, right. And Cindy says to Casey, why didn't you tell us that Zanny's got this got Kaylee and won't give her back? She said, now you're going to love this. Oh, yeah. She said, well, I was embarrassed. <laughs> so I stayed at my boyfriend, Tony's house. Uh-huh. Tony. Yeah. Poor Tony. Yeah. Poor Tony. So she, she, because she's embarrassed. She's like, I'm embarrassed. Because Zanny won't give her back, so I just stayed at my boyfriend's house. Mm-hmm. So that's her excuse as to why she would not go to her mom and say, "Listen, Zanny won't give me my child back, so we need to call the police. We need mm-hmm. to like go down there, bang on the door, do what we what it takes to get your child back." Right. Yeah. What kind of parents would be like? Oh well. 
Right. Now, I told you, it's like when, when little kids want a, want a puppy or an animal, and the parents mm-hmm. are like, well, you have to take care of it, and then the kids don't, and the parents end up doing it anyway. You know? Right. I mean, it kind of felt that way, because yeah. why could Casey not go to her parents over her child and mm-hmm. her parents' grandchild and not be like, look, I don't know what's happening Dad, you're with the police department. Can you not help this situation? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would I would think I would be using, I would be networking, if you will, and using my resources to find my kid and not be, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to hide out with Tony and right. maybe Kaylee will just show, wander back up, oh. you know? Right. I mean, I don't have children, but if Mm-mm. somebody held my child right. hostage, I would go spider monkey. <laughs> right. I'd be calling everybody, help, help, help. Yeah, oh my exactly. God, da, 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 you know, <laughs> you'd be like, calm down. Calm exactly. Down. I mean, I would be panicked. Mm-hmm. I would just be freaking out. I'd be calling the cops. I'd be banging on neighbor's doors. I'd be, right. oh man, I, I would just go crazy, I, you know. And I would do that. And, you know, I'm the same yeah. way. I don't have kids, but I would do that with my cats. If my yeah. cat got out, you better believe I would be canvassing the area right then and not just go, well, maybe if I ignore it, they'll just wander back in, and I'll just wake up, and right. they'll have let themselves in the house. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. I mean, I take my dog to kennel where they have a 24-hour video mm-hmm. on your dog. Okay, folks. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be able to log in yeah. multiple times and see that she's there, mm-hmm. you know? So And I'm the so crazy the poli- cat lady. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so the police... And Casey go to where Zanny the nanny lives in this apartment complex, okay? Mm-hmm. They go over there, and the police are, she's like, she's in that apartment over there. They go up there, they shine their flashlights in, and guess what? They find nothing. Right, like they, zero. Yeah. And they talk to the super, and he's like, oh, nobody's lived there in a long time. Yeah, I mean, points to an empty apartment. I mean. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so we're committing to the law, folks. Here we yeah, are. Yeah. I mean. What? We're still it's committed empty? to it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she also remember when she said that she worked at Universal Studios as an event planner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like okay. This one I really enjoyed. I don't know why, but <laughs> this shows commitment, I guess, on her part. Oh, they this go was to, good. Uh, yeah. This was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go to Universal Studios. She walks up and is like, "Hey, I work here, and this is my supervisor." And the poor guy is going through everything, and he's like, no, I don't have your name on here. <laughs> I, we don't have a supervisor by that name. And she's like, I work here. I work here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so finally they're like, okay, well, go on back then. Just right. go on back. Now, she's with the police. The police are with her. Right. And as she's walking down the hallway, she's waving at everybody. <laughs> and they're all looking at her like, who is this woman? Right. Like, who? Wh- what the... Yeah. But like I said, this is her just digging in. She's committing to it. Yeah. Yeah. She finally, once they get to the end of the hallway, and of course, there's no supervisor or anything, she turns around and says, well, I haven't worked here in a couple years. (laughs) I mean, like, I wonder, had she ever worked there at all? Or was was it just she keeps walking she's like gosh i don't see anybody i know i guess i better just tell them well i've really not worked here for a couple of years maybe if maybe if i've been gone for a couple of years it won't seem as bad of a lie i don't know that she ever worked Mm -hmm. there i think she did it one time but it's been a long time ago Mm -hmm. i mean she had not been there in many years i mean it was yeah so yeah she said at that time she told the police she said well i'm 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 petrified of my mother 
Right. And, you know, that's why I, you know, didn't really want to say anything, but I'm scared of my mom. Well, during that trip, yeah. And even on that 911 call, I found it odd that Cindy Anthony refers to, I would like to report a grand theft, and Mm -hmm. I have the person in the auto with me. Mm. Who says that? Right. I would be like, they're in the car with me, you know. Yeah, that's auto is kind of an odd, yeah. And I guess I would be scared, too, because if my mother called the cops on me with me in the car, you know Mm. she's mad. She's probably used your first, middle, and last name, and you know you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's getting ready to hit the fan. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep, yep. I Put mean, your that's on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the cops arrest her, because I mean, obviously, I mean, this is, she's lied mm-hmm. about, you know, Zany the Nanny, she has lied about where she's working, so they arrest her, and she gets on the phone, she calls her mother, and she's like, hey, I want my boyfriend Tony's phone number. Right, yeah. Because she wants to call, talk to Tony. Right, yeah. And I'm like, girl, you don't know his number. I guess, I was trying to think, though. I don't know people's phone numbers either. Right, because cell phones have made it to where you program it in once, and then you just look for the name now and not the phone number. I'm guilty of that. So I can, you know, of course I've memorized your number, but only your house number. I don't know your cell phone number. (laughs) Right, yeah, I know. It's like, now that I think about that, I'm like, yeah, I mean, we she didn't have her phone on her. So, and of course, her and her mom kind of get into it because her mom's like, you need to start telling the truth. Mm -hmm. You need to start telling the cops where she is. And she's like, mom, just leave me alone. I want Tony's phone number. I don't want to deal with you. Right. Mm -hmm. So, of course, the cops, they overhear this because when you're in jail, they record your conversations. Right, yes. Which is So, they go to, yeah. And so, they look up Tony. They go to Tony's house. And Tony's like, I have no idea where Kaylee is. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, surprised. He goes, I had no idea this was even going on. So, when Casey was staying with him that entire month, Mm -hmm. she didn't act like her daughter was missing. She never told him, hey, you know, Zanny, the nanny, you know, oh, this, my nanny has the child and Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. She wasn't crying. She wasn't upset. She wasn't anything. Right. Yeah. And that to me right there. So do you think, or this is when I started thinking, does Casey Anthony have a mental health problem? How could you, I mean, I know parents that have children, adopted children, and I can't imagine you could just live your life as normal. When your child is gone. Right. Right. And and, and allegedly nowhere to be found. And, yep. you know, you dropped her off at a nanny's and at an empty apartment. Right, right. And how would you not, how would yeah. there not be some level of panic? But she, oh, yeah. she remains pretty steady, it seems. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's so, concerning. Yeah. It is. I mean, like I said, she's just pretty well even keeled. I've never seen her cry. I've never seen her get upset. Right. Mm-hmm. Where her daughter is nothing. Yeah. So we know that Cindy called 911 three times. Yeah. In one of those 911 calls, she talks about smelling something in the trunk of the car, that it smells like a decomposing body. Right. Yes. Which she would know because she's a nurse. So yes. she's worked in the healthcare field. She should know. Yes. And so, it is distinct for those who yeah. have not. Smelled a oh, dead yeah. body. Good Lord. Woo. Yeah. yeah. It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. So, so hmm. they got a cat. The police fight, get to the car. Mm-hmm. They get a cadaver dog. The cadaver dog sniffs it out, and he stops at the trunk. 
So mm-hmm. the dog is signaling there's something dead back there. Right. They pop open the trunk and they notice there's like this big stain and it stinks. Mm-hmm. So they cut the carpet, they send it off for testing, and they find a hair that they also collect and send that off to testing. Right. Yes. Now, they Cindy and George come into the police station. Mm-hmm. And Cindy starts backpedaling. Yes. Now, yes. Now she's saying, uh, I think there was like a pizza box back there and there was probably garbage and it was rotten. Mm-hmm. And the cops are looking at her like, lady, you know what a dead body smells like. We know what that smells like. We smell the dead body. Yep. So and she starts backpedaling. Yeah. Yep. And this is where, and I'll save it, but this is where I start thinking maybe Casey really didn't do anything to Kaylee. But we'll talk about that later okay but yeah because why miss she's sitting in the auto with me i want her arrested smells like a dead body's been in the trunk you know saying Mm -hmm. all this and then they get to the police station she's like well there was pizza well it does get addressed in trial but we'll wait to the next episode to talk about that. Yes. So yeah, that's why I'm we'll saving all that. Yes. Yeah, I know, I know. So we'll put a pin in it. But yeah. So of course, Casey or um, I'm sorry, Cindy and George do visit Casey in jail. She denies everything. Mm-hmm. This stuff is being taped. Right. Um, her mother asked her, you know, where is Kaylee? If you had to guess, where do you think she is? She said, I think she's safe, and mm-hmm. I think she's not far. Yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, what crypto is that about? Right, that now, was kind of a bizarre. Right, yeah. now you said you've been looking for her through other resources but haven't been able to find her. It's stupid. You've not contacted the police before this 30 days, but now you're like, oh, she's near and safe. I mean, Why? yeah. Did you call a clairvoyant? What happened here? Yeah, all of a sudden she's, oh, yeah, she's not far. Yeah. It's like, what makes you think that? You know, right. But mm-hmm. she's not... She's not divulging anything. She's not telling us anything. Mm-mm. She's, you know. Again, committed, yes. Yes, again, committed to this. Right. So the cops find the infamous Zanny the Nanny. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Poor Zanny. I feel sorry for this woman. I, I do. She... This really. Oh. This was bad, yeah. Yeah. So Zanny not only doesn't know Casey and Kaylee, Mm-hmm. She has never babysat for Casey at all. Right. Like, and the, like who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the cops were able to verify that she was telling the truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there went, whoop, there went that look, that story out the window. But Casey still holds yeah. on to it. No, she did. She did. You know. It's like, mm-hmm. no, honey, she didn't. That's over. Right. So, I mean... Your child is missing, and all you've done is waste the police time mm-hmm. with all of your lying. Yeah, exactly. La, la, la. Mm-hmm. All these dead in roads, wild goose chases, and in the meantime, your child. And I'm going to let y'all know why I think she was lying. Because oh. she <laughs> was up. stalling. Yep. I know. Let me tell you. Here's yeah. the wind up. Preach. Preach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put your hands up. Let me tell you. Yeah. Because I think, here's Aaron's honest, here's what I took away from this was, I think she was trying to stall. Mm-hmm. Stall, stall, stall. But having them go on these wild goose chases with some of these stories, these accusations that were not true. Sure. Keep them off the trail. Yes. Right. You know, your child is missing, lady. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> 
yeah. what what's going on here? Right. I mean, why can't you just not tell the truth to save your life here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, there's no denying Casey Anthony will never win Mother of the Year Award for sure. Right. You know, right. there's a lot about her when you look on anything about her nightlife and, you know, she... Yes, she was pregnant at 19, but then after she had Kaylee, she kind of never really let go of that party lifestyle. So, right. okay, fine. You're young. Your executive decision-making is still not uh, developed, so you're, you're, so you're still doing idiotic things, but your kid is missing, and you just keep making up lie after lie after lie, and your parents seem to me... I, they're so suspect to me, like, totally. And maybe that's just me being, you know, weird about it. I don't know. But the mom and then George Anthony. George really does not mm -hmm. set well with me. But, mm -hmm. you know, three three 911 calls all in a row, and your first 911 call is about your car. Then right. she calls, Cindy calls back and is like, Oh, yeah, and my granddaughter's missing for, like, 30 days, and we don't know where she's at. It just, it does not make sense to me at all. Right, yeah. You know, but I so love while, conspiracy yeah. theories, so. Mm. Well, right, right. So, while Casey is in jail, mm -hmm. a lot of the the people that are there are telling her she needs to hire a attorney by the name of Jose Baez. Jose! Yes. You guys. <laughs> That's yeah. all I'm going to say. I promise you the next episode, it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. 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 You know? he, he's something else yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> she hires him. And, of course, now they're, they have hired a missing persons unit to go out and start looking for mm -hmm. Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. In the meantime, Casey makes bond. People are angry. Mm -hmm. People oh, yeah. are at her parents' house banging on the door, yelling baby killer. Oh, uh, yeah. oh man. It was bad. But then it doesn't yeah. help when you have news helicopters flying mm -hmm. around their private residence. I mean, I, yes, I know it's on a public road, fine, whatever. But that does not help when news crews set up right over you and across mm -hmm. the street. Right. Because in the world of 24-hour news, people just get ramped up on stuff. Mm -hmm. I yes, mean, Kaylee hadn't been found, and, and there were people right. silly enough to go to their house and bang on the door going, baby killer. Well, this Did, hadn't been confirmed at that time. Right, and George, I don't know if you saw that, but where George like came out of the driveway, man, oh, he was hot. He was he, There was a couple of fist fights that were getting ready to mm -hmm. come out. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. But he, I mean, could you imagine having people bang on your door day and night? You cannot go outside without being verbally attacked. Right, yeah, I mean, and that's the part. These were yeah. civilians. These were not celebrities. These were not people who lived in the limelight. They didn't ask for this. It was taken to them because of what happened. And we got to remember, too, mom and dad are looking at their daughter like, did you do it? Right. Yeah, I they mean, don't know what to think. Mm -hmm. She's under your roof, and you're sitting there thinking, you know, the trunk stunk, something up, what's right. going on? And she's like, nothing, nothing. Because she didn't think yeah. she was going to get got. That's what it was. Right. Yeah, be like, I don't smell yeah. anything, you know, just like right. with teenagers. They never do anything wrong, you know. Well, what happened to the hole in the wall? I don't see. I don't know. <laughs> right. I just couldn't imagine living in that suspense. I mean, that had to be a pressure cooker inside the house, too. Oh, I yeah. That, I mean. And then you go step outside for some fresh air, and boom, you're surrounded by 
idiots and news. You know, people banking on it was. If you ever get to watch a video, it's like holy moly. I mean, people were very passionate about this case. Oh yeah, and we will they see this are. even after mm-hmm. yes, even after the verdict and everything. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so else. here we go. A couple months later. Bum bum bum. Yep, a utility worker. Yes. Roy Erica likes to talk about this one. <laughs> Roy Cronk. Yep. Mr. Roy. Mr. Meter Reader. Mr. Yep, on Mary. my suspect list. Um, <laughs> he goes out to read a meter that, you know, back then I think they weren't all digital like they are now and you just drive around and it the computer reads it for you. He goes out to this kind of secluded, brushy area to go read the meter and mm-hmm. oh, well he finds something suspicious but he's been out to this meter before several times before is my understanding mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he finds this and what does he find Aaron? he found a skull a skull a human skull mm-hmm. that evidently and, hadn't been there hello because he, he put took, it there <laughs> well he took a stick and put it um Okay, yeah. warning. Warning. Yeah, okay. warning. Content t- warning. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know. Okay, he takes a stick and puts it in the eye socket and lifts it up. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a it's a human skull, so he drops it and runs, and he calls the police. Mm-hmm. And calls 911. Mm-hmm. And so they come out, and there's garbage bags that mm-hmm. they have found. There is duct tape on it appears to be around the nose and the mouth of the skull mm-hmm. because the mandible is still in place because your mandible if it's on a decomposing body never stays in place correct yes okay so mm-hmm. i just want i just want to put that out there so and this was in december of 2008 when they discovered the body right so this is six months after right. the initial yes. 911 of kaylee's kaylee's missing yes correct yes so dr g yay we love yay. dr g she love had her dr. own g. show dr garavaglia yes she's brought in and she realizes the bones have been there for a long time mm-hmm. where the bones are found folks literally in the backyard of the anthony house because there's a wooded area yep what that had been non-developed in that little subdivision mm-hmm. that's where they find the body so okay who said she wasn't far? Right. Casey did. Okay. Casey did. So that kind of, okay, that's kind of like creepy. But right? to me, that puts Casey, the mom, Cindy, George, and Roy all on the suspect list because that body had been there for months. It'd been there for six months, yeah. Mm-hmm. At least that we know of. So, Dr. G cannot determine how she was killed because it's skeletal remains. And animals obviously had pulled apart. Nature nature had started to take over, yes. Right. So, that makes it very difficult for them, too, to be able to tell. Mm -hmm. Now, there was a, a piece of evidence at the scene. It was a Winnie the Pooh blanket. Yeah. Now, this Winnie the Pooh blanket becomes significant okay mm-hmm. because kaylee anthony's room mm-hmm. is done in winnie the pooh yep so then you find this winnie the pooh blanket at the crime scene right and i will say side note real quick if you go to alcatraz east mm-hmm. they have the lunch box i believe that was found yeah by kaylee um and 
it's just really sad to see that. But they do have like a little bit of an exhibit there. Yes. At, on, at Alcatrizzi's on these two. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, you know, that, but again, the Winnie the Pooh blanket. Okay. That ties it to the baby, the little girl's bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. And here they're, here they're finding this now. And like, but, and I agree. I mean, Casey saying that, but then it just still makes me think she definitely, obviously knows more than what she is letting on and um i just mm -hmm. keep thinking okay now that the body unfortunately has been found there is some closure however is this going to make casey start telling the truth now of what she really does know right but she's committed well she yeah she's committed to her life <laughs> and and i remember I mean, watching that's... it and they're like you know, they found the remains and, and hear this. And, and Casey Anthony does not change her stories very much. Yeah. It's like, oh, really? Really? We're not going to just start? Let's, you know, we need to talk about this now. Because truth's yeah. going to come out. Right. And yeah. So, I mean, this, and of course, this goes to trial on May 24th of 2011. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about, okay, the little girl is found in December of 08, and it doesn't go to trial till 2011. Yeah, till almost two and a half years later. Okay, and, and there's, Casey is still not, mm -mm. does not know anything. I have no idea, I have no idea, I have no idea. Right. Yeah, I mean, she's, even yeah. in that amount of time, I would think just the, I mean, we've all told little white lies, or big lies, and mm -hmm. it just seems like that lie just weighs and weighs and weighs on you. And eventually you break yourself and just like, okay, here's the truth. Here's what I did. Just so you can get some relief from that guilt. But then again, that's where I think, does Casey mm -hmm. have something wrong with her? Or, or, <gasps> clutches pearls. Is she really innocent and does not know what's happened? Or she does mm -hmm. and she's trying to protect somebody else. Well, I think here's what throws it for me. The little girl is two years old. Yes. And, you know, the little girl is not in preschool. She's not in school. Mm -hmm. So she has to be watched 24-7. All right. Somebody or supposed knows. to be. Yes. Right. There you go. Somebody knows something. Mm -hmm. So why is Casey telling us, oh, I took her to the nannies, and then there's no such nanny? Right. So where did you really take your daughter, Casey? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because this zany the nanny does not exist, and we have proof that she doesn't exist. Right. So what happened on that early July when she was dropping her daughter off? Where did she go? Where I mean, somebody right. has to know something about this child. Right. Because it wasn't Kaylee. Yep. She wasn't saying, hey, I'm going to go over here. I'll see y'all. And then just disappears. She was being, right. like you said, she's being what? She's two years old. Yeah. Getting ready she's to two. be three or was three. I don't remember, but mm -hmm. but right. she's still nowhere near enough to where she could have wandered off on her own. And Right. You know. This wasn't like, I'm going to go to my friend's house, mom and dad, see you later. And it's like, right. okay. Or, mm -hmm. you know, she got off the school bus or whatever. You're not seeing that. This is a two-year-old child mm -hmm. right. that somebody should be watching constantly. Somebody somewhere something has happened yeah so that's what i kept playing in my mind was this is not this is not typical in my sense of this is an older child this right. is a two-year-old little kid somebody should have been watching her so right of course i mean oh lord the trial was explosive oh yeah that's why i wanted just save yeah. one just save an episode or just there's so much in it and then, unless we made this <sighs> a two-hour episode 
that there's right. so, no. so, so much in it. So yeah, the, and, and two, want finding that body and finding the duct tape. Mm-hmm. It makes you think this is somebody who might, who would know Kaylee. I mean, even if you if if Casey Anthony wasn't in the picture as a suspect and sitting in jail for it, you would still think because it was duct tape, it was somebody that knew her at least a little bit. You right. know, I mean that's all I'll right. say about that. But you know, you just you just think a method, a technique like that, that was somebody. This was deliberate, obviously. Right. Yeah, I think so. It was to suffocate her. Yeah. Yeah. Because the duct tape was still on the body or on the skull mm-hmm. many months later. It wasn't like they used it and then took it off. Right. Correct. Yeah. This was left on there. So, yeah. who this case, I mean, guys, <laughs> I mean, I've watched a lot of cases, but this one kind of gets me riled a little bit because this is a little girl. Right. This is a community yeah. of family that let her down. Absolutely. Yes, she, yeah, and that's why it it just is so shocking. Yeah, because there's nothing, and you and not being a mother, again, either of us, but there mm-hmm. is nothing a two- or three-year-old can ever, ever do to deserve mm-hmm. that kind of fate. You cannot tell me otherwise. So right. why? So that, I lay that on the parent, the grandparents, the community for not protecting that little girl. Absolutely, yeah. because if yeah. there were, if there was abuse, if there were, oh, an unsafe environment, and the neighbors mm-hmm. knew it, I leave it mm-hmm. on the neighbors. You should call, report mm-hmm. it, because even if they look into it and they find, well, oh, they, they were, it was just one argument, a bad day, fine, but you did your part in making, ensuring that little girl's safety, yeah. but it was like, yeah, no, and that, that's what kills me. Well, and Clint, who lived with Tony, the boyfriend, Mm-hmm. And other friends of Casey's have gotten up and said she was a good mother. Mm-hmm. You know, Kaylee was smart. She knew her ABC. She could sing songs. Mm-hmm. And Casey was so good with her. Right. So that's what's just kind of like, well, what what changed? I mean, what, right. you know what I'm saying? If we're going to say Casey's in, if she's guilty, okay. But what changed? What changed to make her do this to right. her own child? And that's why, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I mean, I'm just, that's why it's like this case has got so many twists and turns in it. Yeah. And it's going in so many different directions. But yeah. it's, it, it was, ex- the trial was explosive. Oh, yeah. But you saying that about where people got mm-hmm. up and were like, no, she was a good mother. That's yes. what made me think, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not sold that she did this. I'm not 100% sold mm-hmm. that she did it. Was it an accident that got out of control? Sure. I, you know, you know, I, oh, I know, but that's where we're going to leave it for the you know, trial. I know. Yes. Yes. We got and, it. We got to. And yes. if you can, I, and you can actually Google or yeah, Google that documentary and it is also on YouTube that you can mm-hmm. watch it on there. So, and what's the name of it again, Erin? Okay. It's called Casey Anthony American Murder Mystery. Yeah. So, you've got a week. Get out there. It's three episodes. About 40 minutes long each. Yeah. So. Roughly. Yeah. So, not too much. Something you can, after you get home, wind down watching about murder, right? So, uh, for a few nights. um, That was a great sale, wasn't it? Um, But watch it that way. Because we really enjoy hearing from you all. And please... 
feel free to comment on our post on Instagram. Like I said, email us. There's a lot to this. And you don't yeah. have to agree with what we say. That's fine. The only the only rule with us is you be respectful about it. That's it. We right. we can all have differing opinions. We will never know the truth, obviously, because we're out, we're looking from the outside in and going by what information's out there, which can be tainted itself. So we don't know. So yeah. Right. So the trial next week. Yeah. Jose and Baez. The and the verdict. And the verdict, yeah. Mm-hmm. And where is she now, Casey Anthony? Yeah. Hint, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not still in Florida. This I is all in Florida, so. by the way. So, Yeah, yeah. And we, yes, let's bring that up. So, oh, is there anything okay. else you wanted to add, Aaron, before we before we make this fun little observation? No, I'm good. Okay, so we were talking and... I myself have been to Florida just a couple of times, but now that we do these um, each week, I'm starting to see Florida is really not a safe state. You've got Eileen Wernos. You had Ted Bundy take a rather lengthy trip down to Florida to commit his heinous crimes. And then now you have the Casey Anthony trial. Yeah. And that's just three episodes that we've done of like, what, this is seven and then have involved Florida. So. And, I, and I love Florida. Like, you guys have Walt Disney World. It's a beautiful state. The beach. It, it is. The beaches. Uh, mm-hmm. I just hate that you guys have this. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. and don't worry. Yeah. Upcoming, we have, we have been talking, yeah. there is actually going to be a local, well, kind of local yeah. story close to where we grew up. And yes. It, ugh. anyway. Yeah, that. Yeah, so we no, we won't give away that. We'll talk about that at the end of the next episode. So mm-hmm. we will leave it there. So go watch the documentary. Email us, southernonion2 at gmail.com with any thoughts. Anything you think that we didn't get right or like why not look at it this way, we'd love to hear from you. Definitely. Uh, and, and thanks again for all your support and listening. We're having a blast doing yep. this. Aaron, well done. Yes, you too. All right. So everybody have a great week and we will see you, hear you. You'll hear us talk next week. Yeah. <laughs> and keep and keep peeling back those layers of true crime. Talk to you later, Aaron. All right. See you on the flippity flop. Flippity flop. <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you.